When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And Cassie and I have an extra, extra, extra special episode for you guys today because it's going to be our, just a random ramble. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to get even more backstage pass into what our life looks like when we're like not recording and we don't pre-decide a topic and kind of like keep ourselves focused. <laughs> it's funny. We actually did talk about topics and it kind of came up because yeah. we're like, we have all these things we want to share with you guys, like important lessons that we're learning and that we're observing. But I'm like, they don't fit into a topic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know. And I love, I got this text from Jenny like a week ago or so. She's like, we should just do like a random ramble episode. I'm like, I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> so what else are you excited about, Cass? Oh, I'm excited because, uh, let's see. It's I mean, like besides coming days. to see me next week. <laughs> oh, that is like, I'm very excited about going to Toronto next week. I'm like super excited. It was fun. I saw all the people, a lot of people I used to work with last night. And so it was really exciting to show up just even more in my future self and, and just like have those conversations about what has gone on in my life. And it was super fun. One of, uh, uh, my former boss, her husband, he was like, you're like something out of a movie. I just, I'm like so in awe of you oh because God, here you it. were <laughs> right in this very sort of rigid, like numbers world. And now you've gone and you're doing all of these amazing things and you're succeeding at it. And that's just, he's like, I'm in awe. And it was, it was fun to be in that space and, and to have people who, um, knew you before and like have seen, you know, I see like every year or two along the journey. And so that, that was cool. That is so fun. And it really like emphasizes the like, Hey, I'm being me. Yes. And, and I'm, I'm, ch- I've grown, I've changed a lot. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you don't, you realize how far you've come when you start like telling people like, mm-hmm. and it, for me, it's like normal, right? I'm like, they're like, Oh yeah, you were writing a book last time. I'm like, well, there's eight of them. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, really right? I'm like, Which one? There's, and there's fiction and there's nonfiction and, and they're like, Oh my gosh. And you're like, Oh yeah, that is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, but for me, it's like, it's every day and it's just what I do now. You yeah. know, I love it. I love that. I still get that it is something that's so exciting. Like I get that, like, what do you do? Like, oh, you can actually, you know, make a living off that. Like it never seems like you work kind of thing. I know. I love that. I know. Like my friend last week said to me, she's like, have you ever had a real life job? (laughs) But it's so funny because I've almost actually like scripted that in, in being this idea that, you know, I'm living my life and it doesn't seem like I'm working. And I'm like, oh, that's how it is. And that's kind of sometimes how people will see it. It is. And I, you know what I love about that too, is I also have like clients that are like, you're, you're like, you're always there. Like we always have you when we need you. Like, how do you, and you write all these how things. Do you do how do it you do all? And I'm like, yeah. they're like, are you like overwhelmed? I'm like, nope. Yeah. Like <laughs> I feel like awesome all yeah. the time. It's yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Which is something we are going to talk you? about feeling awesome all the time. <laughs> 
we are going to talk about that. So if you guys have ever wondered, like, do we ever not feel awesome all the time? Then keep listening. Yes. Not that you were going anywhere, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> so what are you excited about? Uh, I'm in Florida right now, so that's exciting. And it is, it's exciting because of why it's happening and how it's happening. And it, there's been so many scenarios where it's, um, been the example of me being able to be me and in those moments and everything like I work with my clients on and like acknowledge how you are being her now I'm catching myself being like oh I'm being her now (laughs) I'm living it and I'm like it same thing it happened easily and effortlessly and fun in a fun way um I'm here to support an athlete I'm coaching and talk possible business with a, a business owner here and it was just all really organic and it feels just so good on like, you know, next level. Um, and it's fun. I like just come here for four days and fly back. And it's like, then I'm picking up Cassie. (laughs) I know. So fun. And you know, what's really fun about like you being there is it's awesome. And I was telling a friend of mine, they're like, Oh, like, I don't know what I said. I said, Oh, I think because it was, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about this, but you like missed your connecting flight. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of like changed the schedule. And so it's just like, telling a friend why my space opened up in my calendar. Right. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I'm doing like some athletes. Like, and she, like, and it was just like so fun to even be able to like share that. Like, this is not just like my life is awesome, but the people I like I'm closest to you, like their life is awesome cool. too. Cool. That is so fun. I love it. Yeah. I was yeah. actually surprised it's so fun. how easy it was. Like when I missed that connecting flight, there was actually no other than I was, you know, a little thrown off that I had to reschedule, but I'm like, nope, just same thing we teach. Just trust it. It's okay. Um, and it's it's working out. So it is. And I will tell you, um, I love, it was such a great reflection of the people that you also surround yourself with. Right. So, uh, just a little heads up, we are, um, doing our show. Um, we're, interviewing we're talking with l russ it's different than an interview having conversations we're having l russ back and we were supposed to do that yesterday and i'm um l like because you know we're all in different time zones and she's behind both of us so she was kind of like messaging me on skype and she's like i'll see you there i'm like hey check your email like um you know and and i said something and after i got off my coaching call and uh back to her and her response was like no worries like i just um you know, she's like, I'm, I'm, I think Jenny was meant to miss that flight. Right. She was like, I can't wait to hear what comes, what good comes of it. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Isn't it? Mm. I know. And so, Oh, it's just like, cause uh, creating your life is one thing, but I was, I was talking to a friend about this the other day too, is like, you know, my trip to Italy and like how cool it was because I was with another entrepreneur and we got to talk about our business while walking through, you know, the most amazing places in Italy. Mm. And just how I thought that that was like such a far off, like, I didn't know if that was ever possible. Like I wanted it and I believe, but there was a point in time where I was like, I just don't know. And I'll be okay either way. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but like now that's every day, like every day there's another person who is in my life and they love their life. And there's just all these examples like you in Florida, like hanging out with Elle and her being like, I just can't wait to see what's great about that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's awesome. It is so awesome. Uh, it's coming up a lot more of like people acknowledging like, and I've had to say it in when I'm talking to people, like, where do you live? Well, <laughs> so it's always a good question. Well, I have a home base here. And even like when Carrie and I are talking about, you know, where we're going to spend most of our time, it's like, 
well, I'm, and I kind of had to acknowledge, well, I'm not that person that stays in one spot. Like, yes, I will have Mm -hmm. a home base and that feels so good. And people are just used to that. Like, I think I mentioned on previous shows how sometimes one of the first questions my clients will ask me when we jump on the phone is like, Hey, where are you now? (laughs) Yes. I know. I love that question. So it's great. It's fun really stepping into that and owning it. And it feels totally natural. And like, it's just a part of who I am now. Oh, uh, yay. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yay for exciting things. Totally. Yeah. So fun. So where do you want to start, Cass? Uh, I was just about to ask you the same thing. Let's, let's start with the sometimes. So both Cass and I have talked about this and it kind of came up last week because people will see us. We have talked about it on previous episodes, I think touched on it in terms of like, do we ever feel sad or do we mm-hmm. ever feel off? And there's been a lot of situations of talking about vulnerability and coming up for both Cassie and I. And so we want to talk about that and the perception of it or the importance of it for sure. Mm-hmm. So like, let's just start with vulnerability. How about that? All right. Are we like, um, are we, are we just talking about it? You start. <laughs> okay. I thought we were going somewhere else. So now I'm like, okay, just you take the lead and I'll follow. Okay. See guys, this is just how it goes. (laughs) Right. Uh, Like, and it's trust, right? Like I don't, yeah. Like I don't ever like freak out. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Maybe we were on the different page. Like I'm like, oh cool. Let's play over here. Yeah. It'll come around. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So one thing I just want to mention when we bring up this topic is vulnerability to me is now a very good and positive thing because vulnerability is like, opening to the universe. Um, and as you know, like that's where we're going to allow the things we want into our life. So a lot of times it used to, or in my past mindset about it, it was like a negative thing. Like, Oh, I'm vulnerable. Like I'm in this like weak state, but Mm -hmm. vulnerability, it's like having the courage to be vulnerable is strength and it's openness. And that's where you can access your alignment. And that, um, that it's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. What would you say about that? Oh, definitely. It's a positive thing. It's the place where people actually, like they get to see all of us. And so mm-hmm. if we're not vulnerable and we're only like showing one side, um, then they don't, they don't get to see all of us. They don't, especially like you and I, this is where this conversation came from is that sometimes we don't show the people in our personal life, like when we are scared or when we're sad. And sometimes that's because for us, or that's for me anyway, it's because it happens so fast. Yes. Right. It's because it's, it doesn't you process last it quickly. Yeah. Because, right. you know, at this point in my life, I know how, like, I know how to feel it. I know how to just let it be. And, and so it goes very fast. Mm-hmm. So often there's not a reason, or you know, a chance to share it or yeah. Or even a chance. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. for me, like that does happen as well. And sometimes if I am kind of getting if I am catching myself in a, a lower position, like vibe and it is lasting a little longer, I don't, I have the conscious thought of like, I don't want to talk about this. Like I don't want to share cause I don't want to give energy to it. So the point that we kind of wanted to bring up and this definitely happened, like as I'm Carrie and I are learning to communicate more is it's important for her to feel that I experience those experiences. <laughs> Cause she was kind of saying something about like, Oh, 
do you ever feel bad? You know, like, do you ever doubt yourself? And I'm like, yeah, I do. (laughs) I don't talk about it a lot. (laughs) And so there is some element to, um, it's not like making us human, but it's like for, if you're talking about your partner or your closest person or, or friend even, coming from a place of alignment in terms of sharing that, yes, I experienced that, um, but not while you're in it, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, or I think sometimes it can, like, it can happen while you're in it. I think it's just one of those things that when, if you're in it in that moment where it's shareable, like you share it, if it's not, I think one of the things I truly believe is we, we, I am responsible for my own feelings, my own processing, my own everything. Yes. And so first and foremost, I always know I can take care of that. Like letting someone else share in that is an, is an option Okay, there, Um, wait, I want to highlight the difference. So there's a difference between, like, when we're talking about this whole idea of, let's just use your partner, whoever you're going to use, as your, like, close person. mm -hmm. Um, You know, the idea of not complaining or being vulnerable with them isn't about, like, telling them all the times you're upset. This is what I want to talk about. It's not like sharing every time you're upset. That's not being vulnerable, Being vulnerable is like what Cassie just said, acknowledging, hey, I'm responsible for this feeling and for me feeling better, but, and I'm not going to hold you responsible for me feeling better, but I want you to be a part of this experience. Yes. Because I want to grow with you because that's like me opening up to, you know, showing all all of me to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. It was interesting. This reminds me of, um, I think you were here. I got a comment back on my, I I got a comment back on a Facebook post that Mm -hmm. was like, you know, share only the parts you want more of. Right. And, um, and someone was like, if you don't, like, if you don't, I can't even remember because it was so far away, but it was something about like, if you don't, if you don't share your pain, basically, like you're not a, you're not like, um, you're not letting people be close to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And asking someone to take on your pain, like when, because often there's a very distinct difference between when humans share their pain to try and get rid of it or when they, when they are just open and raw and are in pain and let someone else see it. Yeah. But at the still, I think the biggest thing is, is maintaining that they're not putting it on who they're sharing it with. It's like, Mm-hmm. It's just this acknowledgement and this like owning it, like, hey, this is what I'm feeling, and I want you to be a part of it. Don't try to fix it, like we've talked about before. Don't try to fix mm-hmm. it. Don't try to change it. Just like be here with me. Just acknowledge it. Yes. Don't take it on. That's not what I want. Because a lot of people will not share those things because they're like, oh, I don't want my partner to take this on. Mm-hmm. And that's like that is kind of like a wall there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or they often, the other side of that is a lot of times people will share it so that their partner does take it on. Right. Come down and, here with me. <laughs> right. Come yeah. down here. Like, you can't, like, I can't carry my own stuff. You carry it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't make a choice to get rid of it. They mm-hmm. just make a choice to pass it on to someone else or yeah. deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So I want to talk a little bit more too about like the idea, like, cause kind of complaining comes into this too, a little it bit, does. right? Yeah. I want to say one more thing about okay. vulnerability. 
Um, cause I think this is important. So we wanted to share with you all that like, we do have that space in our life. Um, and the reason that we don't share it, um, on the air is because we don't want it's, that's not the person that you want to see it. That's not the person who is in it with you. We, I share very, like, I'm always willing, like those people that are close to me. And when we're in intimate space, like whether that's like a friendship and we're like close, um, whatever intimate space, like I will share those things. Mm -hmm. Um, but the reason that I don't personally share them with our, our whole audience is like, I don't want anyone else in my, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like it's mine. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And so, Mm -hmm. so I think it's, it's healthy for us to share that. Yes, we experience those times. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you guys know that if you listen to our shows, we talk about, you know, when it's, this has been hard or this has been a growing pain or, or anything like that. But after we're already through it, um, in that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's funny that, um, like you, I feel like we share it all the time too. So do I. And I hear yeah. from people who are like, oh no, it's never. And I'm like, I feel like we're always saying like, but it's when we get past it. It's because we don't like come on and this will tail into the complaining thing. We don't come on and be like, oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is what I'm dealing with now. This is what I'm trying to get through. Right. We share it after. Yeah. After we've been yeah. through it. <laughs> <laughs> so we can help you guys go through it. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So do you want to, okay. So now we can, I just wanted to say that before we moved on to this complaining topic, which I'm excited to talk about. Okay. You go then. Um, so it's interesting. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and, um, she said to me, uh, it was something else. And I said, that's like not, Oh, I know what I said. I said, I'm never going to call my partner and like call my partner for the sheer like thing of complaining. Mm-hmm. Because that is not what I want to create in my world. Like, I'm not going to take the energy to connect with my partner to, like, basically mm-hmm. dump something, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Call and complain about something. Mm-hmm. and Or anyone that I love, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Partner, friend, whatever. Yeah. And um, I said, and she goes, well, and she just kind of stopped. And she goes, well, who do you complain to? And I'm like, <laughs> no one. <laughs> I don't complain. I don't complain. And it was interesting because she sat there and thought about it for me. And she goes, you know what? You're right. Like we've never gotten on the phone and like you just complain. And I'm like, yeah, because, and I started like, I'm like, because if I have something to to complain about, I think like, what's my responsibility? What do I want? What do I need? How can I like get my need met? Like what's really, what is really this about? And if I can't get to the bottom of it, because I'm, I want to take responsibility for my stuff. I don't want to just fuel it because you know, in my opinion, like all complaining does is fuel what you don't want more of. And you're just not giving yourself any power. I know. I remember like learning this years ago and it just totally clicked and made total sense. Like why would I ever just go on about the problem with no, you know, just talk about it to talk about it. Yes. Right. It's like, I get, I, well, I don't get, but I understand that it's, if you aren't aware, it's comforting. Exactly. Yeah. Because you want others to know, like, why, I don't know, you want others to know what's going wrong? Well, I think, A, I mean, it's, there's something about humans that connects in this pain part. And and that's, there's some biology reasons why that is. And like, again, I can look back in, in time as evolution and see why that was super important. Like, when you're living in a tribe and like, just things were different. Like that was a different thing. But, um, I think what people 
are looking for when they do call and complain is like they do what they just a lot of times they want to like get out of the pain or they want to stop. They don't want to feel it. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like passing it on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, often that person who tells it like four and five times, like it's not, they're not actually, they, you feel better for a second. It's that quick hit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I feel good when I'm like in the drama and I'm complaining and I'm getting, and there's actually chemical things there going on release. in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. There's chemical things going on in your brain when you're doing that. But when you don't, um, when you don't actually process it or think of it for yourself or be in it for yourself, like you never get to letting it go. Like Mm -hmm. you just look for that quick release, that quick release, that quick fix over and over again. And that's that person that, you know, um, I used to work with somebody and I could count like you, I, you knew how many times she was going to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Like if something went wrong and I stopped in her office for something, she was going to tell me. And when I walked back in my office, she's going to call her husband. And then she was going to call this, you know, someone else in a different department. And then I knew when I saw someone else walk by that he would hear the story. Mm-hmm. And then if she could get a hold of her best friend, she would do that. I mean, there was literally like 10 times this story would come out. It's just so out of my world. It's so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy for me, like, especially now. I mean, I didn't, I thought it was crazy then, but it Mm -hmm. was like, you know, especially when it, and I made this part of probably where I learned and I saw it because it never got better. Like nothing ever got better. Mm -hmm. And I think often people think, well, I have to vent to get better. You get that a a lot or not, not you. I mean, I hear that a lot. It's like my friends will say, you know, my friend had to vent to me. Or I will get some of my friends say, I just need to vent. So let's talk about, though, like, is there a productive way to talk? There is a productive way to talk about your problems. Because Cassie and I kind of went through this before. And I'm like, well, there is, like, I know I get on the phone with you and I'll say, like, hey, this is going on. And I'll have to talk about the problem in order to move forward. So let's talk about how you can, because to me, complaining is... I would like to find it as just like talking about the problem unconsciously talking about the problem, stirring up the emotion without doing anything with it. Yeah. So just enough, it's like the slow simmer right on the stove is what I call it. Like just enough to like get your anger boiling, but not enough to process through it. Right. Um, go ahead. So now like how can we, productively talk about our problems because we do need to, yeah, like we said, acknowledge it in order to move forward. Absolutely. So I think the thing, the biggest thing we came up with before, and I would say is to, to factualize it. Yeah. Cassie made like such a great point. She's like, yeah, we talk about, we don't start with the drama. So we don't start, I don't get on the phone and say, oh my God, I had this awful night last night. And like for, <laughs> I, know, right? you can't even up, I can't right? even like, like make it up uh, and like I felt like this and this person did this and I just felt so sad and I'm still sad today and this is going wrong and this is going wrong but so we hold on. okay I think that most people wouldn't put in that I am sad part okay it becomes about like you do it even when we're trying to like come up with this because it is what we do and that is the productive but I just want to highlight the difference um what most people do is they get on and they're like, this is wrong. He did this. She did this, blah, 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 blah. Right. And what we're saying and what you just gave the example of is like, what happened, like what happens with me? Well, you were still giving the complaining example, but I think it's even a little bit further back that most people are. Okay. That's a good, yeah, that's a good point. So it's all about other people, outside conditions and why it's, 
wrong and bad. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> you can see why complaining doesn't fit with what Cassie and I do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so go ahead. We, we like very factualize it. Like even Jenny in her made up complaint was like, I feel this way. And so that is, that is important, right? Mm-hmm. Like this happened, this happened. I felt like this. I I'm confused about this. I don't know what to do about this. Very factual instead of that drama high. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest keys I heard, um, that I, that I just realized is that is like acknowledging your own feelings. Often when I think when people complain and they're looking to just like kind of share that and like, Oh, you carry this bag for me or get that like little release, but not do anything about it is that they are, they want someone else to like get pit. Right. Have you ever, like you have somebody tell a story and you're like, okay, uh huh. Yep. But they want you to like, be like, Oh my gosh. Reaction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so with, but when you are doing it in a positive way, you're like, owning the feeling, whatever it is. That's the biggest thing. So the difference between, I think, complaining and talking about your problems productively is A, you're taking responsibility from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you, and the other It's part, about you. It's about you and you're making it factual. So those two mm-hmm. parts to productively complain. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't even like, what would you say? Like, I wouldn't even call it productively. I think it's about moving forward because yeah. I think there's complaining and that's about staying stuck. And that really is about creating more of the same. And I think that there's productively moving forward when you have a problem. Yeah. And even acknowledging it's a problem versus an event, mm-hmm. like changes the energy, right? Because when it's an event, it really becomes like, or it can become part of who somebody is, part of their story. It's just like another chapter, right? Yes. But when it's an event that we can look at and take some facts from, it becomes different. It doesn't become so um, ingrained. It really is a place to keep moving forward from instead of a, a place to keep repeating. Yeah. Um, I really like, like how you, you're structuring it. Cause I, I just think of like when I get on the phone with you and like something's gone off, I'm like, okay, so, and I will always say this. I'll be like, so this thing happened mm-hmm. and I'm like, so, and this happened, this happened, this happened. And I felt like this, then I felt like this, then I feel like this now. And I'm like, so now what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And that's why it is good to have, but like you can do this with your friends too. Like, especially if you have someone that's like on the same page as you, um, kind of understands this stuff. And so do that, like state the events, state how it made you feel and then, then move forward. Then look at it like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you can do this for yourself. Like, because I would say it's only five to 10% that I, we ever like come to each other. Like, um, and that's what I told my friend when she's like, you don't complain. I was like, yeah, well, this is what I do. And I kind of like ran, she's like, you have a whole like process. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't realize that. But the process was like, (laughs) was the same things we're saying. Like, how do I feel? Like, what's my responsibility here? What do I want? Mm -hmm. Like, why don't I like what's happening? Um, what are the facts? And, and so I'll often run through and now it's habit. Mm -hmm. It, It took a while in the past, but it is really this habit of going through that. And so you don't even need, I just want to make that clear. Like it's great to have somebody, but, but most of this you can do on your own and not even need to complain. Yep. 
you know, but there, then there is like that 10% of the time where you, it gets sticky and that's, that's life. And then it's great to have a coach or a friend who you can bounce that off of. And they can even just sometimes just having them reflect that back Mm -hmm. is all you need. Yes, absolutely. Then you're like, Oh, I see it from this angle, but that happens a lot. Even when you do it yourself, it does like you take the emotions out of it and you just like identify how you're feeling and then look at you'll, something will shift because you're now you're not tied to it. You're not attached to it and you can, you know, allow something else to come in a new inspiration or idea perspective about it Mm -hmm. is what often will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Do you want to talk anything about, um, like when someone does come to you and says, I just need to vent. Do I say anything about that? Like, do you have friends that do that? Um, I don't know if I have friends anymore that say that Mm -hmm. specifically. Um, I, yeah. But what would I do if somebody said that to me? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just listen. Yeah. And then, and then at the end. And so what I don't do as a friend, as an, as a courteous friend is I don't, I think it's courteous (laughs) because I'm not, well, but first and foremost, I don't get in the energy of it. Yes. I leave it as fact. So even if they are getting ramped up, I don't match that anger. I don't match that pissed offness. I don't, mm-hmm. I just listen. Yeah. Right. I listen for the facts. So huge. Mm-hmm. And then when they get done, cause sometimes like if somebody doesn't react and they don't, you don't get that, then like somebody has been able to hear themselves. And sometimes that is productive, right? Yes. Very you know, mm-hmm. but it's the, it's the getting the two people involved that increases the energy that's not productive. Right. So it, yeah, I'll just listen. And then if they don't have something, like if it's a friend off and say like, okay, like I'll, I'll just start to ask questions. And sometimes I just ask questions like, you know, like, well, how do you feel about that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> My client the other day said something and I, you know, I said that back. She's like, I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny when they're like, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I'll like go to that because, because p- getting somebody to acknowledge how they feel like puts it on them and then it's about them. It's not about something outside of themselves. Yeah. Once it's about us, we can start to fix it. Mm-hmm. We can start to move forward. I think that's a really good tip though. So if you do have those friends that are coming to you and complaining, instead of get getting drawn into the emotion of it, like mm-hmm. listen to what they're saying, stay present and then pull out the facts. And then mm-hmm. as a response, you, you know, you like say back the facts. Okay. So this happened and this happened and this happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. And I would ask how they feel before. Cause yeah. I think that shifts that energy from this is what happened. And I'm all, I'm all like huffed up about it mm-hmm. to like, okay, how do I actually feel? Yeah. And that gives some ground. So I like that question. And then, yeah. And then, you know, it depends on what it is. I'll be like, okay, cool. Did you just want me to listen or do you want me to coach you? (laughs) (laughs) Do you say that to your friends? That's so funny. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's a place where I'm like, I can see it, like Mm -hmm. if I can totally see it, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll just say like, do you want like, do you want my friend perspective or coach? coach Right. I say that too. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. All right. So anything else, Cass? I guess we only really got into one topic as usually well, it goes. two maybe. Kind of a little bit, yeah. Kind of a little bit too. Yeah. Um, anything you want to wrap up with? Uh, just to practice not venting. Like just mm. see. 
right? Like, what is it like to, what is it like to not call somebody to vent, but like to maybe sit in your own stuff for a minute and not have to pass it on, but Mm -hmm. sit in it and just analyze it, look for the facts. And then like, you know, I I would even add, if you're going to take on this, this challenge, like not to do that, then like I would add into your calendar. Like if something like you want event happens on Tuesday and you don't, you process it on your own, but you were going to front call your best friend, like Mm -hmm. put a note in your calendar to call on Thursday and have a positive conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Kind of, you know, cause that's going to shift that energy and that's going to create more of what you want. Mm Mm-hmm. I think like I remember like like I was saying when I was first learning this, I did something like don't talk like I'm only gonna talk about what I want for a week. Like I'm just yes. gonna I'm not gonna complain. And it mm-hmm. did it wasn't like a huge, huge shift, but you know, you catch yourself a few times and then you realize, oh wow, like I I do talk about what I don't want, you know, a few times like pretty often. And then as soon as you stop that, it makes a huge difference in how you feel because you realize you don't even you don't need it. Like you don't yes. need to complain. It's just like almost habit, something mm-hmm. to talk about. Like if you're hanging out with friends and or anybody and it's like, oh, I need to fill the space. I'm going to talk about what's wrong or I'm going to talk about these other people or did you hear about this? Like just don't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, just don't do it. Yeah. Exactly. Like just yeah. Make, yeah, making that decision. Like I'm not going to complain this week. Mm-hmm. Even, and it's something, it, oh my gosh, the weather. This is a huge one. Oh, I Even know. if you just, I mean, more so in the winter, but like I made a decision, I think it was a couple winters ago. I'm not going to complain about the cold. <laughs> yeah. And it actually made a difference in how I experience winter. Oh, I hundred percent believe yeah. that. <laughs> so same thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week. Hope everyone has an awesome week. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.